0: Let faith rise up, oh heart, believe. Let faith rise up in me. Let faith rise up, oh heart, believe. Let faith rise up.
1: Shabbat Shalom. Oh, we got about 50% more Shabbat Shalom input. Uh, That's really, really great. Uh, And now, wow, everybody actually got quiet right away. Oh my goodness gracious, what in the world is going on? Well, hallelujah. See a lot of new faces here. Uh, welcome. Shalom. Uh, we are Hebraic Family Fellowship. My name is Chris Frankie. I am one of three pastors and elders uh, at this Norman campus uh, Daniel Musson and then Ephraim Judah, who is uh, in Dallas this week uh, for the uh, HFF Dallas service. And we're blessed this week to have uh, HFF DFW uh, pastors Ed and Hava Harris here with us as well. And so, uh, what a blessing it is to have them. Uh, welcome to HFF. If you've never been here, uh, uh, we are a family-based community. Uh, we put a lot of emphasis on children and on growing of the family. We believe that that's the most important role that the Lord has given us is to uh, to train up our children, uh, to strengthen our families. And we believe that obviously doing that is uh, through the, the word of the Lord. And so uh, welcome. We're glad you're here. I'd like to invite you guys to stay after we have an own Egg where we have a fellowship meal. Uh, and so even if you didn't bring any food, you're more than welcome to stay with us and to uh, have some extra fellowship time uh, and and stay with us for that meal. So I um, want to also let you guys know that uh, I, most of you probably already know, but 3 p.m. today at uh, bed me up in Oklahoma City uh, will be the second part of this marriage seminar. Um, after talking to Ed and Hava, that will not be live streamed. So our service right now is live stream, but they're going to hit on some, uh, some topics at that point in time uh, that apparently are not going to be uh, broadcast over the internet uh, because we can't obviously, you know, censor them and stuff. So uh, obviously when you talk about marriage uh, between a husband and a wife, there are some topics that uh, don't necessarily need to be heard by all. Speaking of being heard Heard by all today during the main teaching time when they do the seminar, the kids are going to be dismissed. We are going to show a biblical movie back in the children's room and have that so um, that way moms and dads can stay in here. We will have uh, adult leadership back there. And so that way you can stay in and be a part of this. And so thank you for coming. Thank you for being a part of that. Uh, I want to get a couple of quick announcements out of the way. Um, Ladies' Movie Day is uh, Sunday, November 18th, and so uh, is Melissa in here? Melissa is not in here. Uh, Melissa's out at the Onang. Melissa's got the uh, black cap on this uh, morning. Uh, She's spearheading the Ladies' Movie Day, and so if you have an interest to be a part of that and you are a lady, then uh, go talk to Melissa. Um, Hanukkah conference coming up uh, Friday, and up. Melissa's walking through the, no, she just got uh, drive by there's Melissa. She's waving. So, if you have any interest in going to the ladies' meeting, that's who you go see right there, Melissa Musson. Um, and she'll get you all the information on that. Hanukkah conference coming up the 7th and the 8th. That's a Friday and a Saturday. We will not have regular HFF service on that Saturday. It will be Lion and Land Ministries Hanukkah conference. And so, you do have to register for that. There is a discount for HFF attendees. Uh, so, please see uh, myself or Daniel afterwards. And I haven't told Daniel how to get the discount yet, but I will tell him. And you do get a discount for registering for that uh, and for your family. But we've got Rico Cortez, Ryan White, Eddie Chumney, Monty Judah. A lot of people coming in doing uh, two full days of teaching and then worship. Uh, we'll bring the, the Hanukkias together. We'll light the Hanukkiahs. Um I think it's towards the end of Hanukkah. So I think it's night six or night seven. Uh, so we'll be doing all that. And you're obviously welcome to join us, but you do have to register for that because uh, we only have a maximum amount of seats we're allowed to put in here. Men's prayer breakfast is November 11th at 9 a.m. at Monty Judah's home. Uh, the information is in the bulletin if you'd like to be a part of that. And then the ladies prayer meeting is November 25th at the Fricker's house, which is possibly going to change because that is Thanksgiving weekend. Um, okay. All right. So the date is most likely going to be the same. But the location is potentially going to change. As soon as we know that, the Bulletin will know that. And means you guys will know that. So um, I want to clear up some information on the youth gathering. The youth gathering is every other Thursday night. And it's now meeting here in the youth room back there. So they didn't have one this week. I believe the next one is next Thursday. And that will be here in the youth room with uh, Micah and Melissa Ophel spearheading that. Uh, Bible study on 2 Timothy is starting this Thursday at 6.30 at the Frickers home. and the Frickers are just hosting everything for us. Thank you for that. And then the Drochers are hosting the marriage group on Saturday, November 10th at 6.30. So um, I think that's all I got for you. So before we get into a praise and worship, let's go ahead, let's stand up and find somebody who you don't know. Say Shabbat Shalom to them, greet him, And let's go ahead and, and start off Shabbat by praising the Lord.
2: This man is a way way of revealing. In a spiritual way to live, I have tonight. Now if I let that dead man linger in me, I might get a little idle in my ways. So I'm going down to Celebration
0: River. I'm gonna take this dead man down to a walk. In
2: thanks and thanksgiving in this place oh Adonai Elohim blessed are you God for all the good in our life for all you are our praises rise to you Father today come and have your way in our hearts Father shake off And chisel off the rust of this week. Mold us and make us, Father. So that the man and women that we used to be would finally die. In those areas that we have held from you, Father, we would give over and we would surrender our hearts and our lives to you. In preparation for the return of our King Yeshua. Blessed are you, Adonai. Blessed are you. I
0: see the Lord in his train, fills the temple. I see the Lord. not worth more that will never come close no thing can
2: Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, who was and is and is to come, our King, our Helper, our Savior, our Shield. We are overcome by your goodness to your people. We are overcome by your love for your children. Father, may we always be more aware of your presence, for you are always working, for you are always moving. Father, you are Kadosh, holy, holy, holy are you. And you are the reason why we sing, Father. Let everything that hath breath give you the praise that you deserve. The praise that is rightfully yours. For it's in the name of Yeshua, our Messiah, we humbly come before you today. Amen and Amen.
3: Good morning. You all may be seated. The time when you get a chance to pray or I'm not on. There we go. I could yell, I guess, without the mic. Anyway, all right. This is a time for congregational prayer where you'll have a chance to pray for things that are going on with people in the congregation here. First of all, I want to welcome all of you that are here visiting with us this morning, and uh, we pray that God will bless you in a special way this morning because you're here. Uh, I have several things here. Uh, You know, we've been praying for a long time for Patrice and her situation, and she thought everything was okay. She tore her meniscus again in her knee, so she has to go back for surgery again. So we need to pray for Patrice. And it's, and you know how things always come in more than one, right? Uh, her mom fell down this past week and, and uh, uh, messed up her knee. And her mom's sisters, KK and Doris, also fell down this week while they were taking groceries in. And uh, Doris hit her head on the coffee table. So we need to pray for that entire family, uh, that God will minister to them and that whatever it is that they hurt, that it it will uh, get healed quickly. Uh, Brandy's, DeFore's grandmother uh, had surgery to remove a blockage in her digestive tract, and so we need to be praying for her mom uh, and for her recovery on that. And then uh, Cameron's dad uh, went in for surgery yesterday and had his hip replaced. And I understand it went well, but we need to pray again for his recovery uh, and, for the, and for the family. Uh, Lex Meyer's dad, Mike, you know we've been praying for him some. Uh, he has cancer, and uh, they have sent him home basically, and he is under or will begin to have hospice care. So we need to pray for Mike and for his situation. An update on Mike, as of a couple of days ago, uh, he has
4: been transferred to hospice in the city. He is not doing well
3: at all. So we need to pray for, for Lex and the family and for his dad. Alright, so this is your time. So I'm going to let you pray and then I'll give closes in a couple of minutes. for you with grateful hearts for all the prayers that you have answered, and we look forward in anticipation to your answering our prayers this morning. We uh, commit these people to you, thank you that you are the great physician, and that when all else fails, we understand that everyone is in your hands, and that whatever happens is for a reason. So we look to you and we look forward to hearing how you answer these prayers. We pray for the rest of our service this morning. We pray for Ed and Hava as they come, that uh, they may minister to each of us. We ask that your Holy Spirit would guide them in all that they say, that they might touch the lives that are here this morning. So we commit this time to you. We thank you that you are here. Your presence is here. And we long for the day when we can see you physically in our presence in the new Jerusalem and in your kingdom. So we thank you. We give you the praise and the glory. And we ask this in Yeshua's name. Amen. I can have uh, the children come up front here so we can give them a blessing.
5: Sorry for the delay my kids yacking at me. Mark chapter 10. And the people were bringing children to Yeshua so that he might touch them. But the disciples rebuked them. But when Yeshua saw this, he was indignant and said to his disciples, Permit the children to come to me. Do not hinder them. For the kingdom of Elohim belongs to such as these. Truly I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of Elohim like a child will not enter it at all. Now, children approach life with an unbridled passion because they haven't yet learned social constraints. We might call it maturity. It might not be so much as maturity as it is the lack of that unbridled passion. May these children, as they pursue life with that passion with that spirit may they inspire us with that same passion to follow our king let's pray for these children here father we thank you for the beauty that is before us in these young eyes these young faces how cute they are how sweet their spirits are for it is only as we grow and we quote unquote mature that we pick up all the bad habits for a, an infant only knows how to love their parents may we return to those days may we love you in the same fashion father may you have your hand upon these children that they may do great and awesome things in your kingdom for your name and for your glory may their names be name be known far and wide not because of who they are but because of who you are father We pray that you would bless the young men. May their steps be ordered by you. May they be fruitful in all that they do, all that they apply themselves to. May it bring forth a bountiful harvest. May they be like Ephraim and Manasseh, fruitful in all that they do. Father, may your hand be upon the young ladies. May they as well have a testimony of faithfulness to you, that despite whatever circumstances may arise in their lives, that we would be able to look to them and see their faithfulness to you. May they be like Ruth and Esther. May they be true to you regardless of whatever whatever may come in their lives. Father, we pray that you, you would bless these children in such a way that they would bring forth testimonies into this body and into your kingdom, and that those testimonies would lead others to you. We thank you, Father. We submit them unto your rulership, and we pray that you would bless them in the name of your Son, Yeshua. Amen.
1: All right. The kids four through 12 can be, uh, dismissed to their movie down the hallway. Uh, also want to let, um, Parents of little ones, little, little ones know, right out this side door here in the first classroom on the left is a nursing mom's nursery. There's some toys for the kids, for the little ones. If you, need, if you want to nurse in private, you can do that as well. And it is hardwired, so you can also hear um, What's going on in here? So wanted to make sure that all of you are aware of that, um, judging by the amount of wonderful little blessings we had. So, all right, well, without further ado, I'm going to be quiet and I'm going to turn the microphone over to, uh, uh, to Mr. Ed Harris and his lovely wife, Hava, and uh, we're going to let them start the seminar. We're uh, we got a little bit of Baptist left in us. All right.
6: Thank you, brother. Is this awkward right now? This awkward space, is not it? All right. I don't feel awkward at all. Well, shabat shalom, shabat shalom to everybody. Shabbat shalom to those who are um, uh, a part of the live stream. Hey, so it's good to be here. I'm Ed, this is Hava, Hava Harris. Shabbat
4: shalom everyone.
6: <laughs> they like you. <laughs> All right, so I only got a certain amount of time so I can't be like making a lot of jokes and stuff, okay? So y'all can't laugh at my stuff and I'll keep moving. Um, so on, um, in 11 days, In 11 days and five, let's see, 12. 11 days, four hours, and 12 minutes, I will celebrate 25 years of marriage with this young lady right here. Ah, yeah. Isn't it awesome? (laughs) Yeah, it's good stuff, it's good stuff. So what we wanna do is we wanna take y'all back to 1992. We're gonna take you back to
0: 1992. All right. Only
6: fools rushing, but Hello? Hey, yeah, Dad, I got my hair cut. Absolutely. Brother, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm looking good. I'm ready. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hello? Hi, Daniel. No, in a little bit, I'm gonna go to her house. I can't wait. I gotta get, I just got my new clothes. I'm wearing my best. Yeah, I got the shoes. I got the shoes.
4: Yeah, he's gonna be over in a little while. I gotta get myself prepared. Oh my gosh. I'm so nervous.
0: Yeah, but I can't talk long, okay? Yeah, I only have
4: about five more minutes. So it could gotta get spiffy okay talk to you later um, bye
6: bye I better get heading over to her house <laughs> almost there <laughs> knock knock who
4: is it
6: <laughs> it's me baby <laughs> in. Hi. Hi Good to are are see you? Good to see you. Can I sit down? Sure. Have I a could. seat. All right. Great. 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 Oh, but before I sit down, uh, I have something I would like to do. I would like to ask you to be my wife. Sure. <laughs> Let me help you. I don't want it to fall off. Right, Thank you. Perfect. Amen. For a little glimpse into 1992, y'all. All right. So what's important about that? Um, first of all, what was really important about that is that nervous anticipation, right, yeah. Hava? Yes. That excitement. Oh, I got to put okay. my wedding band back on, man. Why
4: yeah, sure is yours all- off?
6: Because I was I was in full character.
4: Oh. <laughs> okay.
6: I wasn't fake I was I was was I pretty good? That's was good. All right, so the whole the whole goal is for us, we wanted to create that nervous energy for y'all. Why? So you start thinking about what it was then to meet the person that you're with now. Some of y'all not married. By the way, I'm gonna give you some relief. If you're divorced, I just wanna rebuke any negativity you feel around your life right now. Amen? Yeah. Y'all don't seem very excited about, I'm excitable. <laughs> um, it's easy, Dr. Deb knows this, it's easy to get, I get fired up pretty quick about the Lord, right? So, cause we do a radio show. So Hava, yes. what's important about this? Like, so what, when you think about this, we're gonna do, okay, so let us tell y'all this, cause we only have a certain amount of time here to do this. We're gonna divide this talk today up into two pieces. The physical piece, which we kind of covered here. So that was all about physical preparation. Get your hair right, go get your kicks right. Kicks, I know I'm in Oklahoma, but I'm from Missouri, St. Louis. Kicks means shoes. All yeah. right, all right. all right. I'm Br- <laughs> <laughs> So get your shoes, get your shoe game, yeah. right? Prepare that. <laughs> And for that, for you, what? It's all physical, right?
4: It's all physical. It starts out all physical, but at some point, there's another connection that you see, not just the physical, but you see through the eyes, which leads to the soul. Something that connected you with that person originally. It's not all physical.
6: Right. And so, I want y'all to think about the nervous energy, and then we start talking about physical preparation. And Hava, we're going to do two pieces. So, we're doing physical and spiritual. Right, so this first whole time we're talking about physical, because physical does play into it a little bit.
0: Absolutely.
6: Right, so if for those of you who all say, you know, you're married or you're not married or you're looking to be married, but you ain't really looking to be married because you got some kind of a conversation going on in your head, you say, well, whoever the Lord sends, but you know you got a laundry list of stuff that you prefer, and it's physical, and so the real point I wanted to make with that is, when you first meet somebody, when you first met the Lord, let's make it, let's go spiritual with this for a sec, I know we're gonna do physical here, but when you first met the Lord, you didn't dare drag up into anybody's Bible study in your worst. When you first met the Lord, you weren't lax with that thing, right, Hava?
4: No, you, you prepared, you got your, you had everything, your Bibles, your books, your...
6: Didn't forget a book, Messianics don't forget books anyway, so, <laughs> but you didn't forget a book, right? Oh. Go ahead, go ahead, I'm sorry, I, I told you. I no,
4: it's fine, <laughs> you, you just came with everything, whatever whatever you wanted to adorn yourself with, whether it was here, or whether it was carrying along all your satchels, you were ready, you were prepared to receive whatever was coming.
6: Yep, and so in this little skit that we did from 1992, I always used to make sure, let's talk, I mean, let's spend 30 seconds here before we start, or a minute here. Um, Man, I, when I knew I was gonna see you, I prepared. So some of y'all need to get ferocious about your preparation. If you're single, check this out. Be with the Lord like this prepare, don't feel, cause see the first time you start feeling bad about yourself, the enemy will use that and then you'll say, well I don't need to really I don't need to really gussy up or I don't need to feel good anymore, I feel down, and so what's gonna happen is you're gonna expand that negativity that you feel about not being prepared Mm -hmm. see the Lord knows whether we're actually giving him our all, see I got this statement, I'm gonna make a statement to y'all I don't have any polished words I just got what I got the Holy Spirit's giving me what I got. Is it okay? All right, so I'm going to tell it like this, Hava. You got to want it. Mm-hmm. Want the Lord? Wanna. How many of you want more? I'm talking about like if the Lord is saying, is, if the Lord is saying, it's this much, and you're sitting there with your spouse and you're saying, well, I'm okay with this much. But the Lord is saying this much, but you're saying, no, 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 I don't want to be greedy. But, but, but the Lord is saying, but you're going, I'm saying you gotta want it. Mm-hmm. So I want her. <laughs> and I'm preparing, cause check this out, I'm an opportunist. And I don't want anybody else to have her. Some of y'all have gotten so lax with your relationships with Yahweh and with each other is, you don't really care who says anything to your spouse because you're t- you you're okay with this. No, I'm ferocious about preparing, because I love him.
4: And us ladies, we have to be the same way, that same ferocity, that same energy. When we want what we want, we have to prepare. And just like you saw me preparing and getting ready, I still do that. <laughs> 25 years later, I still do that, and it's, you know, again, we are talking about the physical and we're moving on, kind of going back and forth with the spiritual as well, but when you getting yourself ready, physically in your mind, you're also saying, I just, I wanna be, I just wanna be mm-hmm. with this person and be magnetic, be uh inviting. And so I still, to this day, if I know <laughs> that he's coming, or we're going to meet somewhere, I'm I'm preparing not only my physical, but getting my mind ready, and that starts in the morning. That starts with your time with the Lord, and I promise that every single time, if I have missed and gotten busy with laundry kids, driving, doing errands, going on and so forth, and I miss just so happen, it just seems like it it changes the, the, your day versus opening up and saying Lord what do you have for me today help me to be help me to be there, be present in the moment, be preparing in the moment so I can be all that I can be with him <laughs> so,
6: and I feel that mm-hmm. Right. so you can feel that because I'm I, I'm receiving that preparation. Now, if y'all come into the second sessions, we'll have a little bit more aggressive conversation around these things. Yes. This is just an appetizer. And we hope that if you can't come, that you can get some nuggets here. And I hope you've gotten a nugget already. How about you got to want it? Mm-hmm. So, I, so when you talk, I know you want me. Are you separating me from my sin? We're doing spiritual and physical. We're going back and forth. Or is it that I do something, right, and then you want me less?
4: I can't hold on to it. Because if I hold on to the things you do, it doesn't make room for anything in the future. If I tie you to your sin, and I expect it is going to be something new and something fun the next day, I'm remembering, whether it's conscious or subconscious, what happened, what he did. I gotta let things go.
6: That's so true. And you know, you talked about this. We've been doing a lot of prep on this on this uh, session right here. Mm-hmm. And you talked about stagnation. And I kinda hit it as I'm challenging y'all, you gotta want it. So what's up with the stagnation thing? So. Okay, all right, so I gotta ask you a question before I, so that, all right, All right. back up, back up, back up, rewind. All right, so let me ask you this. On a scale, uh, and I want y'all to do this, can y'all play along with us? Okay, so 4.3 people said yes.
4: <laughs> ask it you're, again, you're ask very, it again. You're
6: very wise people because you're saying, I don't know what this dude is about to do, all right? <laughs> so that was wisdom coming from above. But I wanna play a little game with you all around relationship. Will you participate? Yes. Now you don't have to get up, you don't have to stand up, you don't have to talk to your spouse right now. You don't have to act like you're in love, but you're working through something. You don't have to do anything but answer this question. And you answer it for yourself. The game is for you, individual or if you're a spouse. So in terms of stagnation, right? we call a relationship rust. Yes. Right.. Um, in our teaching, we gotta, we're going to give away something today. It's an old school teaching from our archives, but it's still effective. It's just on CD, right? Who uses CDs anymore? But uh, we're going to give this <laughs> to you guys. You oh, cool. So this is going to work <laughs> out perfectly. But in there, we call it relationship corrosion. And because what happens is if you look at a battery in a car, the battery could, it could be fine. And the connector could be fine, but what happens is that little corrosion starts to get in there. And then what happens after a while is what? It won't start, it won't start. why? No connection. no connection. So say this, I know people, this is my style of interaction. I know it grates on people, but I like when people repeat, repeat things. What we're doing is establishing little foundations and closing one at a time. So say this, connection. So think about your connection with him, our connection with each other. Now, I'm going to ask you cuz you hit that stagnation. Talk to me about the stagnation and then we're going to then I'll give them the we'll interact and do the the little test, the one to one through 10 thing.
4: Stagnation, the actually the opposite of that, we have living. We're all living beings. We live, we move. Living things grow. When it's stagnant, it's it starts to dry up, it gets in its own way, it's it's comfortable, it's not doing, it's not moving about. And in our relationship, what I love about you is that you're so spontaneous. And we can, you know, these are idea machine, I call them, and comes up with these things that for us to think about and do and go, and. For me, that's moving. That's not stagnant. That's not sitting around. Well, I was talking about water under the bridge. I don't know where that term came right. from. Right, right, but I right. guess maybe what someone was trying to say that it's just kind of stale. It's just there. It's not necessarily moving.
6: Yep, yeah, and Torah people know about stale water, the waters of Marar, right? Those waters were bitter, right? Right. Why? Because they were
4: stagnant. stagnant. Yeah. So. But we need living, moving, thinking, doing things to help build the relationship, keep it fresh, keep it new, preparing, still preparing, getting your mind ready, doing self, good self-speech, doing, uh, listening to audios, listening to things that'll help the relationship.
6: Nuggets, 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 nuggets. So if y'all waiting on something to drop, she just dropped like four right there. It's called work on yourself. If you want more, go do it. Don't wait till tomorrow. You know, one of the things I'm doing is transitioning how I, how I live my life. So we, Hava and I are, are doing something else professionally. So in that profession, we get to look at mortality rates. They call them mortality tables. And what we realize is nobody knows, pretty much nobody knows when they're gonna die. We know that to be true, but we live our lives like we're gonna live forever. And what that does is it tells us we can make these changes that you're talking about next year. We can make them tomorrow. We can make them another time. We don't have to make it right now. And what I hear you saying is make the changes. Mm-hmm. Put the routine together. Don't be stagnant. Right. Those, those Israelites that got to Moror complained because on top of everything else they were going through in their life, by the way, if you follow the, the matat, if you follow the stages. I mean, it's not a, a, We're not going to go deep into the tour, but if follow, go follow those stages and see how many of them were a lack of willingness to change. Elohim Himself, Yah Elohim, brought them out by a strong hand and a mighty strong arm and a mighty hand. His salvation brought them out, and no soon, even before they go across the sea of reeds, there's complaining because it's not familiar, and it's painful, and it's gonna cause me to have to change. Mm -hmm. I gotta work on myself. Some of y'all come to congregation, to your life, to your studies, like you already know everything. That means you don't wanna learn anything else. And see, one of the things about me, and I love this about you, Hava, is I don't come to this like I know everything. In fact, when people sit with us, they laugh because we just tell them what not to do. Why well, I could tell you what not to do in a relationship and have a spicy relationship with your spouse. That's messing with some of y'all because you're looking for the magic answer for an elixir, for a drink, for some kind of a prayer that will un- unburden you from what you need to do. It's through the hard times. Like We told a couple, a couple nights ago, they were struggling, they were sitting in our, our, our living room and they said, well, they weren't, they're not struggling now, but they were talking about struggle. And we, I told them, I can tell you what not to do it. and I can tell you, this, our relationship, I've learned in the power of the problem how to be better. Mm-hmm. Some of y'all use the problem as an excuse to be stagnant. Mm-hmm. So we got a problem And oh, in the second session, in the afternoon when we get to Papa Charlie's house, and Mama Miriam's, I'm going to tell you some things and challenge you with some things, and so will Hava about these things specifically. This is sort of an appetizer to those conversations. We don't have time to really develop that. But this whole thing, if you start thinking about it, is something that you can control. Adam, Adam, where are you? He didn't say, Adam, I curse you. He asked him where he was, he ran, and he hid. He didn't face the problem. He could have made the adjustments. He could have asked for forgiveness. He didn't. What do you like about that?
4: Well, some of those things I used to do, mm. recall?
6: No, no, I'm just, <laughs> yeah, I do recall.
4: I, <clears throat> I used to stockpile. Every time he did something, it went over here in that pile. And that pile would get bigger and bigger and bigger. And the minute an upset happened, I took all of it. Yeah, right at him. (laughs) He's like, where'd that come from? You didn't even tell me. You didn't tell me about that one, that one, that one. Not even that one. And that's a bad thing to do. I held on and I held on instead of dealing with it. So what I thought, if I just put it over here, we won't have to argue about it. It'll just be over there, uh, I'll get over it. All right. But I really wasn't over it, it was just over there. And I held on to it. Yeah. And I said, you can't, you, we cannot do that. That was like, I was professional holder because I was afraid of talking through it. Not necessarily afraid of it, just didn't want to. It was like, okay, here we go. We gotta talk about this, talk about that. And what I've learned is that pile does not even have to start. Not necessarily grow, it don't even have to start. We can deal with it. We can, hey, you know, the other day when we were talking about, that didn't really sit right with me you know, um, you said it like this, and I, I was thinking it this way, but he was clueless. But I made it for me something, and he was, he's like, is it possible that I just simply did not know? If, you're, if, if I was thinking for him, yeah, then why not just be like a remote control for his mind? That's not how it works, and that's how I was playing it. And it just did not help our relationship.
6: Man, that's some heavy stuff. Are, yeah. Y'all get anything out of that? Yeah. All right, so Dr. Deb, there, I think there's a bag in front of you, a brown bag, and in, 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 in the chairs that are in front of you, if you could bring it. I want to I play it out what you did. Okay. Is there a brown bag up there in the front? Oh, yeah, bring me that. Thank you. Y'all know Deb Wiley? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, my sister. So this is what it sounded like to me. Now we got some stuff in here for this afternoon. You hold that. All right, so I'm gonna play a little game real quick. I like visuals. And so since Chris wouldn't let me bring any bricks on the stage, I'm gonna do this. I didn't ask him. All right, so hold it up front. Thank you, baby. All right, so name, so so do a, I did this, so I'm, I did, let's, let's just play it, let's keep it clean. Now for you all, By the way, you haven't gotten away from that homework assignment I talked about earlier, the 1 through 10, I haven't forgotten. We will get to that one shortly. Um, But we're going to play this game real quick. All right, so this is a laundry bag, but we're going to, this is our life bag, right? So, by the way, and you can lower the mic. Okay, so the life bag goes with me everywhere because it's part of my life. So I carry it everywhere. All right, so so name a thing. So it could be thing number one, right, whatever it is.
4: You didn't forgive me for doing the dishes. All right. You Pretend made like f-
6: these are like bricks, not T shirts. All
4: right. You made fun of me when I tripped over the staircase. All right. You didn't bring me flowers like you normally do.
6: All right, that's three.
4: You came in the house talking on the phone. You never said hello. All right. You didn't say good night. I'm making these up, guys. But <laughs> these, you can fill in whatever the thing is that grates you.
6: Let's call them unforgiveness number one, <laughs> unforgiveness number two, unforgiveness number three, and unforgiveness. We're up to unforgiveness number four unforgiveness number
4: five, unforgiveness number six, unforgiveness number seven, unforgiveness number eight, through twenty.
6: <laughs> now let's pretend, thank you for holding it. These are all bricks. All right, and so, guys, set your mic down just real quick, and we're going to talk, we're just going to go for a walk. Let's go for a walk. Right think it's more like this, right? Yeah. Now let's get that restoration going. We'll go back to the microphones before I get fired from Christmas. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. All right, let's get this restoration going. What does restoration do?
4: It clears up. It forgives it loves, it brings joy, it brings growth, brings harmony, what else? (laughs) Happiness, it brings peace, and now we can move on.
6: Now let's go for a walk, amen? Let's go for a walk. All right. Amen. So it's easier to walk around now, right? So, this is, this is a picture of your relationship. And if you think you got everything you need right now, this is not for you. But if you can grow and do more, I'm asking the Holy Spirit right now to drop one thing in you. If he hasn't already, you can change. Make a commitment. One of the things we talk about is, don't try to do everything all at once. I like the fact that we got a small amount of time here to work, small window, so we can only one thing. Let's nice do, yep, let's do a base hit. Sometimes we want a home run, <laughs> all the time, and then we get frustrated because we can't knock it out of the park. Um, so how am I doing on time, guys? How much time we got? We got Royal timekeeper. 5, 10, 15. How much time we got, Chris? 25, 25 minutes. Okay, perfect. So, that's good. We. So, I, I, I'm asking, like, now, that I'm going to do the, I guess I'll do the little 1 to 10. So, in terms of stagnation, so we're going with the negative word here. I want each one of you to rate Yourself, your relationship with the Lord. We're gonna do that first. In stagnation, how stagnant do you? If this is not somebody. You're not asking someone. You're asking yourself. How how stagnant is your relationship with the Lord? So from a scale from one to or zero to ten, zero being it's not stagnant at all, to ten, this thing reeks of stagnation do a rate raid. you're rating yourself and if you're doing this if you want to play along you said you would at least 16 or 18 of you did said, said you would I want you to write this take the time to write this and and if the Lord is bringing to your heart why if it's unforgiveness and you need you got a bag of stuff you're dragging around then you need to get busy maybe writing some of that stuff down. And maybe that's an assignment you take from here on out. Then you gotta decide what you wanna do, what's written on that paper. If you wanna live with that, or if you want some freedom. Does that makes sense? So that's the first thing you wanna do. A second thing you wanna do is if you are married, because that was between you and the Lord individually. Now, individually, if you are married, I want you to give, and this is not for you to look at your spouse's paper, right? This is all you. By the way, if the, minute you, the minute this question comes up, if you immediately think of your spouse, that's not good. This is for you. This is for you. When things happen in our relationship, I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish asking those scale to one to 10, but I just wanna give a comment because somebody's stuck in judgment in here, accusation. Accusation is not going to give you the kind of relationship values that you're looking for. If you want to have the relationship that the Lord has with his congregation. If you want to have the relationship that the Lord has with you, which is an everlasting relationship, what you don't want to do is immediately be judging someone else. Let me t- so, let me, so how does that work in our house? Do we, what do we do? Do I point the finger at you? So when we get sideways with each other, because we do, I mean, it happens. Yeah. Uh, when we get sideways with each other, and by the way, this is all off the cuff now. We're, off, we're way off our storyboard here. I'm going to ask you a question. When, we get, when I'm crossways or you're crossways, we're both crossways, how, just talk to us how we work through that. Then I'm going to come back and ask you all about your relationship, rust, or stagnation.
4: It's kind of like how I discussed earlier. Um, we come to a place where we can sit down and talk. Um, you usually give your version, I give mine, vice versa, and we talk about how we processed it, how it sounded to us. And that way, once we hear it like that, and you can easily say at that point, no, I didn't mean it that way. This is what I was trying to, trying to convey. If I can repeat, oh, so you were saying one, two, three, and oh, I thought you were saying three, one, two. No, no, I was saying one, two, three. Okay, because what I heard was three, one, two. And it's something totally different than what, and back and forth until we can get through the process and say, okay, man, I, I just thought that we were, you know, no, 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 no. And then by then, we have a clear understanding. We can say, oh, you know, I'm sorry, sweetheart.
6: Wow. Relationship nugget here, y'all. So I hope you gathered this, but I'm going to try to put another spin on it. And if you didn't gather it there, look -hmm. at this. So I can't be committed to my own way about her. I got to listen and find out where she was coming from if we're going to fix this. Y'all hear me? I can't, I can't superimpose my interpretation of her. I got to listen where she's coming from. That means I got to become a student. Listen to me. I'm a student of this woman. This is my help me. She didn't wake up and, and guess what? We did the 1992 thing for you to remind you this. Even if you think they woke up now and they're the devil, there was, an, there was a point in your relationship where you didn't think that. Right. So this is what I say. This is what I said to my wife, even if we have a, so when we make minor adjustments, I never wake up with the intention on harming you. My only desire is to bless you. So somewhere I got off the road. So I got to hear you from your perspective, right. which makes me, I'm, we're disarming the situation. This is all Communication. So I'm disarming this with Hava because I want to, and I'm not disarming her for manipulation. Right. I'm disarming her to understand where she's coming from. Once I understand where she's coming from, and there's empathy and sympathy, whichever one shows up, then, and she starts to, we start to vibe. Mm-hmm. She asks, well, where were you coming from? Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense, everybody?
4: What did you mean by that? You get you get clear with them, understand where their heart. And when if he asks, well, Hava, what did you mean? I can I can then say what I meant, not what he thought I meant. It's just we're just clearing all the lines called confusion, upset. We're getting all those things out of the way so that we can
6: (laughs) so we can get back to love. Yes, we like our lovey center. Yes. We, we were get so what happens all right, so somebody asked us this question the other day and I'm I'm gonna hit y'all with this in a second, but I think this is important. this will go, this will fit in this part. Mm-hmm. So somebody asked us a question, so say y'all get mad at each other, say yes. yes. And in addition to what you said, give me a bonus, cause you told the other day, you told uh, someone, you said, Well, I remember that he loves me. Oh, and yeah. so you separate me. Mm-hmm from my activity. Yes.
4: Can
6: you talk on that a little bit?
4: It was. I so can't that's Because
6: that'll help to understand. Because some of y'all are holding hostage to a person because you believe that this is them saying they don't love you or acting that they don't love you, even yeah. if they say it. And so what happens is their activities yeah. are different than the action or the, the statement. The statement different than the activity. So you're like, man, you're not consistent. Well, no, I just goofed right here. Right. And I do it a lot. Yeah. And if we don't talk through it, we're going to keep having problems. And those problems are going to become corrosion. And that corrosion, eventually, there's no spark. And when there's no spark, now, I, now the enemy is full-on assaulting my relationship with you. And before you know it, we go see the lawyers. And bada bing, bada bang, you can do that here in America. You can do that in 14 or 15 seconds. 50% divorce rate. Mm-hmm. See, in our groups where we starting to learn the Torah and know the Torah, we should, we should know this better than anyone else. The covenant requires sacrifice, love. You got to want it. It costs you something. It's going to hurt, but we just don't give up because somebody didn't make our dinner. We don't give up because, you know, one, two, three, and we start putting in that bag. Right, Hava? Right, right. So I wanted to do that. I got a little fired up, but did that, that You spark, did? did yeah, yeah, that, that spark? <laughs> Did that, I never do that. So did, <laughs> so, so, did that um, lie to her, right? So did that never spark, spark yeah, anything? For that? Yeah, I, I, so
4: okay, so let me give you an example. I love technology when it works. When it doesn't work, Oh my gosh. I am like ah, you it's the know the
6: spirit of too much.
4: And so, <laughs> so with him having a technical background which is wonderful, I have him at my disposal and I'm sitting at the computer and this is just one example. I'm like, okay, this is working blah, 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 and then all of a sudden either the rainbow starts happening, spinning or something's not working and it it just gets on my nerves, so like y'all don't have those things happen to you, but, but if he, so, here's here's a scenario where I need him now. Like I, I want I want his help right now. that's just one of those things I just fall short. Y'all don't judge me, and I'm like, okay, can you help me? And he's off to the next thing doesn't mean that he doesn't love me, doesn't mean that he doesn't care, doesn't mean anything other than he's off to the next thing. He's busy helping our family. I'm looking at trying to find all the things that are positive here versus all the things that could possibly be negative, like he's ignoring me or he just doesn't have time for me. He knows that I'm doing this. Why isn't he over here helping me? Versus that, I could say, he's off to the next thing, helping our family. He's off to the next thing, blessing someone else. He's off to the next thing, thinking about what he can do to make whatever. So if you take the positive things and throw those in there, then when technology is messed up and it's not working, then I can use that to say, I know he loves, I I know he's there for me. I can't, take so much and throw at it and say, well, he's screwing up again. Oh gosh, I just, maybe I'll just call my son. He'll help me because this guy here, he's not, he's not available right now. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you can take something, all the other things, just as easy as you can the negatives and throw those in there. Yeah,
6: that's heavy, man. Heavy. Two. Y'all get anything out of that? Yeah, that was that was meaty. All right, so let's talk about some solutions. First, I got the scripture. I wanted yeah. to give y'all. So, you, you all, the one thing I love about talking to my family, my kinfolk. I got any kinfolk in here today? All right, well, the four or five people who believe that we're brothers sisters, and sisters in Messiah. I did join the body of Messiah. I actually do have my card.
4: <laughs> Stop. All right,
6: um, I love talking to my kinfolk because we can, y'all know scripture. So, we. We don't have to certify anything, and I sure enough know that when we're off track, right? So we can stay on track. So 1 Samuel, we had the scripture, 1 Samuel 16, 7 said, But the Lord said unto Samuel, Look not on his countenance. We're kind of getting spiritual here. Nor on his stature. So his countenance, that's the outside stuff, right? Nor in his stature. Because I have refused him. For the Lord seeth not how man seeth. Y'all, this is 1 Samuel 16, 7. For man looketh What? On the outward
4: appearance,
6: but the Lord He does what?
4: Looking Looks on, on the heart.
6: heart, right? So this is what I was talking about earlier when she said, "You saw something more mm-hmm. than when you saw me than the outward appearance." And that really, so that, I'm the one that was getting bonuses for that. I mean, obviously, you you know, the Lord just fixed your eyes so I could get hitched to you. So I'm I'm thankful for that. But I I like the fact that. You used to speak on this, being a woman, an Israelite indeed, a long line on one side of your family, a heritage of of understanding scripture and stuff. You knew these scriptures. But what did you see? So because and I want to tell you all before she answers this question that who I am today. And I talked to hundreds of people throughout my you know, short time on the earth about relationships, helped a lot of folks through God's blessing. It's a blessing, man. But I'm I'm going to tell you, it's all him. I'm in this room, I can assure you that out of all of you in this room, that I know this information to be true, not because of just because I've messed up a lot, it's because I was so relationally defunct. I was inept to the nth degree. There is, I, I had no relationship skills. Zero. A heart, yes. Relationship skills, I work for. So I'm, I, I'm a hard worker. Because I didn't have what some of y'all are throwing away or some of y'all are stagnant and just excusing yourselves from doing this work. I had so little relationship skills, right, Hava? So when you talk about looking on the heart, I see you getting emotional. You think about this. I want you to share with them before we run out of time. Let's just hit these last few nuggets before we um, give them their challenge. Wow. Amen.
4: Um, I saw far beyond um, the outward appearance. Um, you know, the eyes look to the soul. And um, I, just, I just knew that there was something more in there than what met the eye for me. I said, this man has a huge heart and just wants to do what's right. Um, and I am so ever thankful to the Father, and my mom tells me often, she says, sweetheart, you've got a jewel. And I say, I know, Mom. <laughs> I know I do, and I, I, you know, we talk about the physical, and that's important, but I, um, because I do love how you look. Don't get it twisted, i just. <laughs> <laughs> but I, <laughs> but your eyes, <laughs> <laughs> your eyes and your heart um, totally uh, captured me. And um, I just knew that you were just a diamond in the rough. It just was amazing that Yahweh blessed us to um, make it this far. You know, just a few days from 25 years yeah. is, is, is pretty awesome. So um, just when you're looking for someone... If there are those of you who are single um, just ask God to show you i i I wasn't the one that was praying. <laughs> it was actually him just right. talking on another topic um, that's a whole other story you may hit over it better on me yeah. but um just be prepared, be open, be ready to receive whatever the father that's that preparing that's more of that preparing and um being available for him to speak to you for for whomever he has for your for your life
6: so you know i'm 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 moved by you know you because you know what we're really doing with this whole session y'all is inviting y'all into some of the conversations that we have every day one of the things have and i we and, and i know that the holy spirit is depositing nuggets i'm watching them but we talk like this all the time We talk like this whether y'all were here or not. I don't want her to ever guess how I feel about her. And she does not leave me guessing about how she feels about me. Why wait? I just let it out. I express my love for her. She knows my heart. It creates a grace barrier also. Some of y'all are out of grace and in the judgment. The reason why we're not out of grace and in the judgment is because she sees my heart. And guys, I've messed up more than any of you probably in here. But I've been able to get in, the, on the, in, in a huddle with her. And nothing more powerful than getting it. I think we're going to give you all a Shema nugget here. We're going to give Shema nuggets throughout these workshops. One of the Shema nuggets is that I love the Shema. Do you all love the Shema. I love the Shema, man. It's it's the central theme of Israelites. It's what when Yeshua got that question, and they said, "How how do you, how do you how do you do this thing, Yeshua?" And he said, "Shema Israel, Yahuwahenu." I'm using slang, but he said he told them, "Shema." Shema is a central thing, man. I, so so for us. I love the fact that one of the, and this is a nugget of solution for y'all, a a Shema nugget, that I like the fact that we get together and pray. Some of y'all forgot that you have one of the strongest allegiance possible known to humankind for spiritual warfare in your house, and that's to pray with your spouse. And check this out, if you're too busy to pray with your spouse, that's just like saying, I'm gonna leave the walls of the city wrecked and the gates of the city down or dysfunctional. That's not gonna work. We make it a matter of prayer, so we, and the reason why I call it Shema Nugget is because we come together and do the Shema and do it on our knees. We do it however long it takes. Until there's a release. And there's a couple things that we can talk about. One of them we can't talk about here because we're streaming. But it's hard to fight somebody you're praying with. The other thing we'll talk about here in the afternoon. And for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, don't ask me after we're finished with this session. It's hard to fight your prayer partner when y'all are actually praying. Now, check this out. The devil can get in if you leave the door open and then you don't want to pray with them. But it's that sack that we did over here. That's why I did it. It was visual. You got to empty all those things out of that bag of unforgiveness, all that resentment, all that hate, all that, you know, how said, sometimes it's just hiding. Simple. You can go through. and It's simple. One of the modes of operation that I use in my life is simple. How I've been through so much in my life that as I've started to reorder order my life and prioritize my life, I'm looking for simple solutions. It's not that we're not complex, but we do complex things simply one step at a time. Here's a simple step. If you're not praying with your spouse, start now. I want you to write down on that stagnation level, I'm challenging you, your opinion of your relationship how stagnant it is. 10 is the ultimate yucky stagnation. Zero is zero stagnation. And then uh, next to that, what will you take responsibility for? By the way, this is not judgment. This is get better. This is get better. See, Hava and I, we would talk to you guys. We're gonna do some webinars for those of you who signed up. Hey, Chris, who has those bookmarks? So um, Corey Stallsworth, when you're finished giving out those bookmarks here in the congregation, Corey Stallsworth, you'll be the keeper of the bookmarks, whatever's left over, because there should be some left. We're gonna take the rest that are left over over to Bet Me. And so whomever is not here, they'll get the rest of the bookmarks. So we're gonna pass these bookmarks around, and I wanna invite you all, we're just touching, scratching the surface. Have you gotten anything out of this session? Amen, hallelujah, I have too. Well, as those bookmarks are coming around, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you just hold on to it and you can look at it in a second. I'm gonna ask you to be real disciplined, just hold it. And then I want you to do some homework. By the way, if you come into a session like this and you're sitting on your hands and you don't take one note, I'm not questioning your ability to remember things. I'm questioning, after, actually, and I don't see anybody doing this, by the way, I'm just talking out into the air. I'm questioning whether you actually wanna change. Or if you're going to sit here and decide whether this information is good enough for you to do something about it, see, I'm ferocious. If there's a guy on a microphone talking about something and it might possibly help me, and a woman is speaking, I listen and take notes. Take an Evernote. Use a technical note. Take a put a bookmark in. So as you're getting your bookmarks, we wanted you to remember us. So we're giving you bookmarks. The other thing is, if this was helpful, we realize that we've dumped several nuggets on you. We have a 12-week workshop that we're inviting you to partake in where we work much deeper over time. We have a singles price and a Mary's price. And you can't, like, we can't get into the business of it because it's Shabbat, but ask us later and we'll help you at sunset to make sure you get ready. We want our passion is our relationship, and we have been blessed, and we want to share those 25 years with you. Does that make sense? We want to, so you can learn two ways. You can learn by mentorship or mistake. Remember, I told you, we can tell you what not to do, but we can also help you with some nuggets on what to do, because we have a pretty spicy relationship. (laughs) Stagnation-wise, put you on the spot. Our relationships, zero being zero stagnation. Ten Being, I mean, 10 being the most stagnant, stinky. 10 is stinky, mucky, mire, yucky, poo-poo, no. (laughs) Zero is zero stagnation. Light, fluffy, flaky, flowing, delicious. Delicious, zero. Amen. For me, (laughs) negative. No, I'm just messing around. (laughs) Uh, Zero for me, too. Seriously. Every day. No kidding. By the way, most important, praise God. Okay. All right, so I want you to write down, if you're married, this is a married assignment. Write down in your heart, uh, write down what you see in their hearts, because you're going to use that as a baseline. We're going to have, if you, especially if you're a workshop, if you join the workshops, we're going to write, what is it in their heart that you saw? You heard Hava do a beautiful, uh, honor me with your heart, sharing with you what you saw in my heart. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to encourage you all to write down what you saw in your spouse's heart when you first met and what you see today. Hopefully it's the same and growing and it's not, you're not identifying negativities there. So does it make sense? We're going to write down on that paper what you see in their heart. In other words, man looks not on the count, man looks on the outward appearance, the Lord looks where? On the heart. So we're asking you As you look at the heart of your spouse, what do you see there? You can list some things. What I saw with Hava, it's amazing is that um, for me, like I never knew, I always tell, I always accused Hava and I do accuse you of this today. Hava taught me how to love. Period. And you know, she would take my flaws and she would just have, she's like, man, you come over here. She just, I mean, I'm over here being a jerk and screwing things up. She's like, hey, you just don't understand. Just sit down. Sit down. I love you. What? 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 I just did stupid things. Brother, I love you. That's what I saw. And that's what I see today. So I accuse her of showing me Messiah. And how he forgives. Does the Messiah forgive us? Should that be existing in our relationships? Yes. I mean, should it? Does it? That's what we want to work on. Remember that during these tough times. Remember that during these tough times. We're gonna show you, are we out of time? All right, so I'm gonna show, do I have time to do something? All right. Let me show you something. Let's do this. Let's do this. All right. All right. This is my help meet, y'all. But this is how it works out. Let's go 180. Let's go off the stage. What'd you see? What'd you see? Intimacy. That's part two, y'all, tonight, over there. But we wanted to show you, when our backs are like this with each other, I have peripheral vision, I can see this way and this way. But what can she do?
4: I can see for you. So we see see each
6: other. But what about when we're like this or when we're against each other, right? See, this is that stuff. Or if she's against me, you're out of position. What about this part, y'all, when we look at each other? what you see here? See, you can't fake it. See, some of y'all don't even want to stand and look at your spouse in their face like that. It's called being with somebody. I'm going to challenge you. This is some homework for you. Between now and tonight, stand there in your spouse's presence with no words. Don't, Don't look down. Look at them in their eyes. Stay with it. You'll see everything that you need to know to make the adjustments you need to make. To have better, more fruitful. We ain't talk, I haven't accused anybody in here of having a bad relationship. Did anybody hear that? This is all about, see, sometimes people hear marriage, relationship, they think, well, I'm not going to that because my relationship is fine. That's stupid. Because that's somebody saying, I mean, look at your spouse and say, hey, man, I never want to grow in this relationship ever. I hope you like me the way I am, buddy, because I'm going to be this way for the next 65 and a half years. (laughs) Or do you want to be with somebody that their their desire is to grow in him and grow with you, Mm -hmm. grow and change? I was on the phone. I talked to my parents a good bit. My mom said, my mom's 70. My mom said, I said, Mom, the way you troubleshot, we were troubleshooting the technical issue. I said, Mom, the way you troubleshot that, I could just tell your, your maturity in the Lord. You used to freak out. You're just so calm, Mom. Mom, I didn't even know that you knew how to put in a MAC address into a printer, and I didn't have to, I don't have FaceTime, and you were just so calm, Mom. I just. She said, Ed, I always want to grow. I said, Mommy, I get it. I said, Mom, you're firing me up right now. <laughs> I said, Mom, I'm ready to run through a brick wall right now. (laughs) Guys, that's how it has to be. This Be With exercise, if you can look at them, stay there, stay with it, good things will happen. You'll get all the intel you need and you'll be able to have more, increase, Yeshua called abundance, right? Mm -hmm. With that being said, we're just about out of time, but we want to do something with you all. We want to do an activity with you all, but I don't know if we have to do that um, on stream. I want to give away some stuff, Chris. Is it all right? Or do we don't have any time? All right. Thank you. I want to give away some things. So can I have the awesome Corey Stallsworth and whom else? My sister, come on can you bring up your random thing, random generator? Everybody have a bookmark. Your bookmark has a number on it. All right. So, Corey, we're going to be giving them that stuff. We're going to start with the T-shirts. Anybody want a T-shirt? All right. So, play a little music, a little funk. Okay, come on the stage. What we're going to do is we're going to give away a few things. We only have time to do a few, and then we'll just throw some after later. So, what you're going to do is just hit that hit that. Tap the screen, it's gonna give us the number, 98. Who has the number 98, nobody? 98, going once. 98, 98, 98, anybody have 98? Anybody have 98, 98, 98, 98? Tap again. 50. 50, 50, 50, who has 50, who has 50? Oh, is there no numbers on these? You guys are in the 200s? I don't see a number on this one. Wait. Oh, this is a 223. Tap again. 85. 85. This is going horribly. Go again. 37. You got to raise your hand quick. I'm going to get in trouble here. 37, go. 63. All right. All right. Do me a favor. Who... Alright, so do me a favor. Okay, thank you, my sister. I'm gonna have you have a seat. Corey, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're about to we're about to pass some of these out. So if you could stand up and we're gonna just throw these Chris can I have some mood music. These are all right, I'm gonna give these away. I'm gonna do it in 30 seconds. Let's do it. Uh, last night with the
5: heavy on me up and I'm feeling lonely this world got a way of showing me. showing me some days it'll lift you up some days it'll call you bluff man most of my days I ain't got enough
6: y'all thank you so much check this out if you want to come join us in the afternoon you can we really appreciate it take your bookmarks with you I love you sorry about the time Chris amen
5: Let's give him a hand. Did you guys enjoy that? It's good sometimes just to get some uh, practical application, isn't it? To uh, just hear from someone the th- experiences they've gone through so that we know we're not alone and we can relate to it. So uh, let's uh, end the service by all rising, please. Make sure that uh, if you're interested in hearing part two, that we got a little preview of, that you go to Betemi uh, meeting at three o'clock, and they're uh, up in the city off of uh, Northwest 23rd. So make sure you make plans to go to that, because as you heard, there will not be a live stream for that. So, Adonai spoke to Moshe and said, speak unto Aaron and to his sons, and tell them, in this way shall you bless the children of Israel." Yivrecheche Adonai
0: v'yishmerecha Yaher Adonai panah velecha v'chunecha
6: Yisah
5: May Adonai bless you and keep you. May Adonai cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and grant you peace. In the name of Yeshua, our Messiah, the Prince of Peace. Shalom.